Welcome to Context, the podcast from Arizona State University's Construction Technologies class, giving you an inside look into the backgrounds and theories of the subjects covered in this course. Con453. Happy to be with you all again. I'm joined, as always, by uh, Professor Steve Ayer. Steve, how you doing? Great. Glad to be here, as always. You know, Steve, as we've been doing this over the semesters, I, I've enjoyed listening to the evolution of your podcast voice. That was, uh, <laughs> I've noticed you've kind of got this like smooth jazz vibe going. Do you know what's funny? I'm forgetting now, being back in the room, how much I have to speak loudly there. It's almost like I'm choking myself out of yelling so loud in the class to try to, you know, project. Here, it's nice. You can just talk at, you know, casual volume and you're heard. So, the days of Zoom. <laughs> so the students, if they haven't learned by now, they're probably realizing who's the uh, more extroverted individual by nature and who's the more introverted individual by nature. <laughs> All right. Well, enough of the fun. Let's get uh, right into the business. Um, so everyone, as, as we have now um, been through a couple of class sessions together and starting to get the, the vibe and the flow for how this thing is going, um, we've now started to integrate into some of the basics, right? You should be now getting a handle on the class and how we actually operate um, beyond what we essentially um, advertise to you all between the initial podcast and, and obviously syllabus day. So um, we're, we're waving in, uh, we're wading in, excuse me, um, into that ocean of the basics a little bit further with this session. And we're going to talk about project delivery methods and kind of how they integrate with this world of technological um, implementation within our, our construction project delivery. Um, and really, this is, this is an important thing for us to talk about. As you listen, you might be um, groaning, hopefully not too loudly, so your roommates don't think you've got some sort of a stomach bug or something like that. Um, and you might be thinking to yourself, well, I've already, I've already heard about these delivery method things. I've already taken a class on this. Um, but um, as the saying goes, repetition is the mother of all learning. And the reason why we're repeating this as part of the basics is, um, you know, we've actually talked with some of our counterparts in industry. And we've actually learned that some of you, as you come out um, into industry, actually a great majority of you as you go out into industry still don't quite have a grasp on what these delivery methods are. And um, kind of coincidental to that are the, contra the contract deliveries um, that normally coincide with each um, project delivery method and kind of why they handshake together. So with that as kind of a, um, a foundation, if you will, for the why we're talking about this, it's just to make sure we've really got a good grasp on it. Um, and I'll just say at the outset, um, we'll try and tag it to the, to the podcast notes, but if you can't find it in the podcast notes, it's definitely live on Canvas. We've got a really, really good three-page kind of overview on some of the common delivery methods um, and kind of how they work that, that's available to you that, you know, take it for now while you're a student, take it with you as you go out in the industry, and feel free to use it as a reference document. So um, I think that's maybe just a good kind of foundational point here. Um, so on that, I want to transition more into the conversation about delivery methods and contract types. And the first thing I want to say is these are different, right? Um, there are certain things that are delivery methods and there are certain things that are contract types and they're not interchangeable. Um, why do I stress this? Over, over the semesters as we've talked about this and taught this, um, we find that this is something that still gets blurred. Um, we'll ask a student for 
a project delivery method they, that they might recommend and they recommend lump sum. That's a contract type, right? Or we say, hey, um, recommend a contract type for, for, this, um, for this thing. And they'll say, oh, design build. That's a delivery method, right? So again, setting this out at the, at the very, very outset. And the other, the other reason why we're talking about this um, and how it correlates to this whole conversation on technology that underpins this entire class is depending on the delivery method that you're participating in, you're enabled to leverage technology differently to solve certain problems on the project. Um, again, kind of foreshadowing what we'll talk about in class in a little bit, but you might be very familiar with a delivery method called design, bid, build, right? Um, and guess what? When you're in a design, bid, build, delivery method, you don't come in to the project participation until after the design's complete, essentially, and permitted. And so the opportunity to be able to integrate with the design team and the owner early on um, to solve design problems, to be able to enhance constructability out in the field, it's not something that you can actually do. That's, that's automatically precluded by the integration of the design, bid, build, delivery method. So um, again, I don't want to give you the entire lecture, lecture here in the course of our podcast, but wanted to just kind of set that out there for you. Steve, anything else that we want to make sure we're striking on about why this matters or are we ready to jump into some of the problems that exist in the industry and, and why this is such an important solution? Yeah, I, mean, I think that is why, at least for this course, I think that's why it matters is, is how it sets up different problems, right? We have seen in the past students know the verbiage of project delivery methods, but when they apply that verbiage, they'll define paths or plans that, that don't make sense, right? They shouldn't pass the laugh test. Um, and so I think this is a really important thing, right? As Chase points out, when you get out in industry, um, you're going to make mistakes and, and that's okay, let's learn from them. But for some of these, these are avoidable mistakes that you should know about, right? We hear people talk about, um, we'll do a design bid build delivery method. We'll get early involvement in the design phase. Uh, we wanna make sure that there's no change orders. Go to someone who does design bid build work and say, would you like to eliminate all change orders? And they're gonna say, no, that's how we make our money on a design bid build, right? That's often what happens, especially if it's really hard competitive low bid, and maybe I got the low bid because I kinda didn't estimate all of what it should have cost, and the only chance I have of making a margin is on seeing things change and getting to make a higher margin on those changes, right? Um, which this probably makes sense when you think about it, but I guess I'm saying, I think it, as it relates to BIM and technology, these are tools to support us, the humans, us, the people delivering the project, us as the users, right? The point is not to use technology because it's cool. It's to use it because it's solving some kind of problem that we have. By understanding how different delivery methods and contract types may uh, lead to or avoid certain problems, it can help you all when you get to the PXP time for thinking about, okay, what's a logical way that we want to use technology? Or equally importantly, what is an illogical way that we do not want to purport that technology will offer value if there's no problem related to this? Or if solving a problem would be antithetical to the delivery method we have, right? So some of where we're hoping to go with this is to give you um, the tools that you can build up kind of what I will sometimes call your internal laugh test. Is what you're defining as a plan something that you say this is at least plausible or is it so beyond the realm of plausibility that you should be laughing of saying, well, there's no way that's gonna work, right? So that's kind of why we're covering this here. We wanna use technology to solve actual problems we have. And within this lecture, I think part of the um, direct aim is that you understand 
what are some of the kinds of problems that emerge or go away based on delivery method and contracting strategy? That's, that's great, Stephen. Actually, using that as a kind of a, a launch point bef before this next part of the conversation, um, you know, these problems that we think about that we interact with in the industry, um, I think by nature of maybe our education in the school of construction, or maybe some of our backgrounds, um, if we've been, you know, in families or um, in previous work experience in construction, we get really, really down into the weeds and we think just about construction problems or design problems, right? Um, and we don't necessarily always elevate our thinking to what might be the customer's problems or the business problems or the situational problems, right? Um, and the, the, the thought or the story maybe that I might offer to the students as they're listening is several years ago, I was talking to a, um, a municipal customer um, and trying to kind of understand what was their internal, I like to Steve your words there about the kind of internal laugh test about which delivery method might they select. Um, and this was, Again, a municipal customer that was more focused on the infrastructure side. And he said, well, Chase, you know, if, if I'm looking at doing a pipeline project um, in the middle of an intersection, I'm, I'm going to go CMAR all day long. But if I'm looking at a lift station out in the middle of the field, I'm going hard bid, man. I'm going design, bid, build all day long. Right. And as soon as you said that, I said, got it. I know exactly where you're going. And the students might be saying, well, I don't get it. Right. Well, here's the problem that the customer's thinking about. Again, this is a municipal customer who's responsible for his infrastructure, right? And Steve re referenced this special little word called risk um, earlier on, right? What is the risk out in the middle of a field if there's a design error or something that wasn't actually coordinated? Probably none, right? What's your likelihood of hitting a nitrogen line or an electrical line or goodness knows whatever, right? Pretty, pretty low. But in the middle of a busy intersection, in the middle of an down urban downtown area, if y'all haven't ever looked underneath the asphalt, it's spaghetti most times and it's dangerous, right? Um, some of them like gas lines could be very, very hazardous um, to human health and wellness. Other ones like fiber optic lines, they might not go boom when you hit them, but guess what? There can be lots of dollars per minute in um, liquidated damages if you cut through some of those fibers. So again, these are some of the things, right? I, I want to challenge you all over this semester to to elevate your thinking beyond, I mean, yes, think about the construction problems and design problems, but also kind of practice that mental agility to think above and beyond as well. So that all shared, um, you know, what are some of the most common delivery methods and, and, and why is really how we want to wrap up before we jump into the what's next. And, you know, you heard me reference to um, CMAR, um, Construction Manager at Risk, Design, Bid, Build, and the other one is really Design, Build. Um, there's several others. We'll We'll talk about a bunch of them in class, but these are kind of the main three. And um, really the, the things that the customers are thinking about, the things that the, those who select the delivery methods are thinking about a lot of times is you know, the complexity of the project, um, their own internal risk barometers, if you will, um, and, and the constituencies that they report to and how they need to essentially convey um, fiscal responsibility to those, con to those constituencies are kind of some of the big things. And again, we'll dive into it more later. Um, and and not necessarily, right? You might say, oh, well, that's interesting. So municipalities, does that mean that like what Chase was just saying, they all go hard bid? No, not necessarily because individual municipalities might rate risk differently or might hold their fi financial accountability and transparency differently, right? Um, so things that we can talk about further um, in the class. So 
that all shared, what's next? What do we want you to be thinking about as, as we come into class here? Um, if you've worked on a project, um, you might have a, a slight bit of advantage um, over those who haven't. Um, if you haven't worked on a project yet, go take some time and go walk by a project. Be careful to not just walk in and make yourself at home, right? Um, that's not the best advised activity. But if you can get yourself into a position where you can just stand and observe the project for a while, start start watching, start seeing what's happening. Um, and, and as you observe who's out there, who's working, maybe that'll help you out in this what's next. So um, again, the, next, the what's next. Think about a project you recently worked on. Do you remember what the delivery method was? Was it CM at risk? Was it design did build? Uh, design build, maybe something different. Do you remember what the contract type was? Was it lump sum, um, guaranteed maximum price, cost plus? There's obviously a, a pretty diverse list. Um, do you know why these were selected? If you don't know why, why do you think? Um, um, and then the last two, what benefits did this combination of delivery method and contract type yield? And what downfalls did this um, combination of delivery method and contract type yield? So a couple things for you to think about. Hopefully um, you, you've got a, a head full of ideas as we come into class and you're ready for a great conversation. And with that, and as always, we hope that gave you some context. Thank you.